What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the DustDoorProds.com Anime Manga Podcast. As always, I'm dead, and I... I feel good today. Do you feel less than dead? Uh, no, actually, I feel good because I am dead. Because everything is just fucking horrible. Great. Maybe some anime shows you up? going well. <laughs> yep, I just a few more years and I fucking get that ticket to fucking the train to the or whatever to the, to the good level of hell <sighs> anyway, I'm dead got Bernie and Trey hi Ugh. hola I got four hours of sleep and they started at 8 a.m. I've gotten like six hours in the past two days, dude. But anyway. I had a lunch nap. We are all kinds of fucked up right now, so this should be fun. We're here to talk about fucking bullshit foreign cartoons that somebody's probably going to call us racist about. Let's do it. Cultural appropriation or fucking whatever. Trey, you mentioned a piece of shit. Oh, um, yeah, there's a few pieces of shit. Uh, so I'm going sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, in fact, I made it a turd sandwich because, uh, I decided I'm going to watch Gabriel drop out, uh, because someone recommended it to me and that person is no longer allowed to recommend anime to me. (laughs) Um, so Gabriel drop out is, uh, about it's about angels then they to get licensed to be an angel after they finish like angel school they have to go to the real world and attend high school i guess because they're like but like they look too young to be in high school like fucking lolly shit yeah based on the image of the fucking first volume or whatever i looked up because i fucking googled this shit this looks like a series that ends with somebody fucking their 12 year old sister it do- it's not, but it's supposed to be a comedic series about this angel who goes to high school, and then when she gets there, and when she gets to Earth in her apartment or whatever, uh, she's like having a good time, and it's all great, and she's being very angel-like, and she was like top of her class or whatever at angel school in heaven, and uh, once she uh, one day she decides she sees like adware on her computer for a game <laughs> and she downloads the game. Cause it, it was like adware that had like a person dying that said, help me. She downloaded the game, logged in and it was like an RPG thing. And, uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to be a white mage priestess to be a healer. And she goes and starts healing people and then just gets addicted to an RPG and stops attending uh, school and starts spending all of her heaven, like allowance that they give her on this RPG and shit, and, um, it's, uh, it's, it just sort of cuts after about five minutes of her just, like, playing that RPG, it cuts, and suddenly it's, like, months and months later, and she's failing, and she's about to lose her angel powers and shit, and, uh, turns out she befriended a demon, because apparently demons have to go through the same shit to become a demon, 
I don't know. It's weird. And then it's like, oh, you're an angel acting more like a demon. She's that's like, a very oh, Japanese more like an angel. That's a very Japanese take on extraterrestrial beings. Just hey, and you're a be- you're being a fucking horrible chaos and shit. Go to high school. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be comedic, but it's like every angel seems to be the exact opposite of an angel when they're on Earth, and every demon seems to be the exact opposite of a demon because they just don't understand evil or something. Because it's, that's again, funny. it's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. That yeah. is some fucking basement level humor. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, it, you know, but it can work if they write it well. And I was so I gave it a shot, and I watched three episodes. But they don't write it well. And there's like, I don't know, some like demon daughter of Satan. It's like, I'm the queen of hell or whatever, but she's in high school and she's the fucking piece of shit. I don't know. She's scared of dogs. It's it's a blur. It's a bad show. It's, it was, it's not even that I looked at, I watched and I was like, oh, this is bad. I watched and I was like, I'm so bored right now. I am so bored. And normally I'm up for like cute girls doing cute things, but this is like stupid. And they look really, really young, so it's super uncomfortable. Because there's like weird sexual moments like any Japanese anime has. Of course. God. But it's nothing, but it's, it's nothing like too creepy. The only thing creepy about it is their age. Like it could be funny, but I'm just so uncomfortable because of the age. And I don't, I don't know. I, it really didn't hit for me and I don't recommend it to anyone ever coming soon. Um, and then, uh, to, to clear my palate, I decided, uh, okay, fuck it. I'm going to try out this, uh, I watched the first episode of first two episodes of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid before, and I really liked them. And, uh, it's a good show. Yeah, and to clear my palate, I decided I'm going to go keep watching that. And man, oh man, it's just... Like, that is... It's not necessarily story writing, per se. It's all just kind of characters, and it's not... I don't know what it is about that show, but the aesthetic is just pleasing. Like, the colors, the way they use it. There's a lot of really good animation in it if it's not a still shot, which is one thing I don't like. There's a lot of just standing still shots back and forth for five minutes uh, sometimes. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, And then I decided, okay... Let's let's bite the bullet and watch the new uh, Berserk episode everyone's talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, the newest one, which was... And they're talking about it because it's like someone... Like, it's like an animation project for someone's, like, freshman year of college. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah, it's, I have. Guts has abs on his... Gut, did you know Guts has abs above his pecs? He's got a four-pack in between his neck and his nipples. I mean... <laughs> you say that like I'm supposed to be like, oh my word, how fucking uncouth, but I totally buy that. Yes. No, but like, it's just... it look, He doesn't ever have his shirt off in like the... Uh, 
in like the anime, and then suddenly he it, it well more recently, uh, and any time it showed his chest, it's usually covered in bandages and shit. But this time he took it off, and it's like, oh god, that model just looks bad. Oh no! You want to talk about bad oh, models? No. Yeah. Um. And aside from that, there's a lot of just like, let's drag and drop this character, and that's an animation. And then fucking Ishidoro do did the it's just for like two minutes straight he's just doing the Sonic like spin dash like <laughs> around the screen like he's just rolling around at the speed of sound. Dude, click and the link I just put in the chat. It is... Okay, what is this? Oh, God. Uh, fuck. It's, um, this plays really well on a podcast. Yeah, a new guy, um, Cap, who you see in the movie's podcast, um, he sent me this in one of the D&D games we play, and... um, Oh, honey. It's, it's loading. It's loading. I want to see this gem. It says it's a gem. Let me see. Let me confirm. Oh, no. You want to get know what's worse? What's that? Is that the person in front is actually two models that he gets his and only the bottom of his mouth moves, and he gets his head cut off, and it's just okay. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just two models. It's it's like they pulled fucking Half Life bullshit. Yeah, and it is like so obvious, like just the cut that they do and. What makes it even worse is they feel the need to censor but, it. But, like the people animating here, this could actually animate good gore. It's bad. It's really bad. It's astonishing is what it is. I like, is we there? The oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. Looking at this, looking closer at this GIF, it's not even two models. Someone took that uh, still frame, photoshopped it, and moved the head upward and moved the body downward. Like, made it tween downward. <laughs> In post. Oh, it's like just garbage. So, and then there's like the is there a Razzie's equivalent for anime? Uh, yeah, it's called like. Doesn't Crunchyroll now have a shittiest anime award or like a worst anime? I don't know, but but I'm talking about like an actual fucking like ceremony. Like anime is fairly celebrated over there, and I've seen like some fucking things like yeah, get this big like a party, whatever. It's not like fucking some big scale or anything, but like, is there anybody in Japan who like rents out a hotel ballroom for a day, ask people to come by and shit on bad anime? Ask, I don't know. Ask Digibro to do it. No, I want that to be like, I want that to be like actually done by for realsies anime people. Like, like I want that to be a fucking industry event. I don't think that's going to happen because Japan, it's never going to happen about social conventions. So I don't think they're going to do. Yeah. It's dishonorable to shit on someone else's stuff. Or, it's dishonorable that's to put not, out work like that. Yeah, but like it's like, yo, stop shitting on other people's stuff. Just make your stuff better. Like that's what's it, you're supposed to take from it. I could literally shit on something and produce better work than what I just fucking showed you guys. Though we could do it here in America. Anyway, uh, aside from that, uh, we've got I. I I don't know. Anyway, beforehand, like earlier in the past couple weeks, uh, I decided to do my annual Code Geass rewatch that I that I can't stop doing because I fucking goddamn love that show. And 
I don't. I mean, by now, I'm sure like most people have seen it. It's kind of one of the uh, like, oh, you're an entry level to anime. Not quite like very beginner, but you know, you want to watch some good stuff that was like a little bit in the past. You're already sick of Naruto, as most people should be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's, yeah, yes. It's, it's it's like you watched Death Note. You liked Death Note. Here, try out some Mecha if you don't want to watch Gundam. I guess. But then it's not really Mecha. It's like, oh it's, no they they put fuck they they put Death Note in my Gundam. <laughs> they, got, they got Gundam but in my Death Note. This this is uh, like fifty times better than Death Note, I think. And it's something that has like one of the most satisfying endings in anime okay, that I've seen. No, it, it, I was about to say, hold on, I have an addendum to that, or it is until you finish watching the credits <laughs> and there's a shitty stinger. <laughs> Honestly, as dumb as that was, that's not what my biggest problem is with Code Geass. Oh, the problem with Code Geass oh, really? is that first season's great. Season two largely repeats itself a lot until it gets to the ending. Um, I'm going to have to get a situation there because I've watched it a lot. Like, what do you mean repeats itself? Well, like, they couldn't think of a good re- a good way to keep the plot going with the way the season one ended, so they just did the memory erasure, okay, he starts over, comes back with all of his powers thing, which, okay, so what... Why did erasing his memory get erase his access to his powers? Because that, I would think, because given how it's... powerful they were, it would have just... He would have just been randomly saying stuff to people. It's like no, you bring me pizza, and then the guy's it's just not that he just, pizza all over. Again. It's not. It's not just that it erased his memories. It completely locked out the person he was before. He has a completely different attitude and completely different ideal. Thing. Like it was all completely rewritten from his father, yeah. who can just. But also, the, the yeah. China stuff was kind of pointless in the grand scheme of things, uh, and that took up like eight episodes. Uh, oh. Surely I can see where you're coming from that. Got fucked over royally and not in a like oh this is so tragic way in a we had to figure out a way to actively get rid of her this time way. Because she she did get fucked over royally because she knew too much and she was the head canon. Oh, it, like I think they handled her, her well enough because they did something different with the this is the main girl love interest type thing. You know, because he's not interested in her. She's interested in him and she gets in the way. It's, it's like the whole Mary Jane Spider-Man thing or Gwen Stacy Spider-Man, whatever the fuck. It's like, you are dangerous to me because you know who I am. Not just that I am dangerous to you, but you are dangerous to me. And they, I think they handled it pretty well up until the point where it's just like, like, she doesn't get anything after she's dealt with, you know? No. No. The, like, that's, and that's what I meant. Her ending could have been tragic okay. if it felt like it had any meaning to the overall story, but it felt largely like she was just <clears throat> tossed away. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she was very much tossed away, and that one really hurt a little bit in terms of, like... But, yeah. she's but also she's just kind of Mal, standing around. Just, just Mal. Mao, though, Mao, 
Mao, diggy mao, diggy diggy mao, diggy mao. Diggy mao, diggy mao. Guy who feels the need to clap his hands no matter what he's doing. Uh, it's so, very he's very charismatic. No, he isn't. <laughs> he is. No, he's like the guy, Can't you see like, by the way he claps his hands? Yeah, clapping <laughs> clapping uh, equates to charisma. Yeah. Everybody knows this. I haven't Yeah, any any way you're any time you I, I didn't know sex together, appeal was a clap on clap off feature. <laughs> any t- any t- <laughs> anytime your hands are like touching each other in anime, it means you're serious and charismatic. Take Gendo. When for I instance. think about me, I touch myself. <laughs> 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 uh, so is he clapping his dick? No, he's yes. he's he's like clapping. He's like, come on, he- come here, girl. C two, C two, come here. Come on, come here, girl. No, that's not that's not how he how he he greets C two. It's like, no 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 no, come here, C two. But I feel and but I mean and also I I'm not even sure the ending will be a good thing since they're planning on continuing the series on with a sequel, which I think is a dumb idea. But whatever. They've tried to continue the series in different ways to keep away from yeah no a but like they but like I'm, that's what I'm, I'm saying, saying let it die don't like the, the spin yeah that's what I'm saying they well tried enough. to keep it away I'm going to watch the new season all the way through just because of my fondness for the series but I don't know if I've got lots of reservations about it uh, the same reason I hated I hate that stinger I think it breaks what the like the impact they were trying to have yeah. you know uh but that being said the ova that they put out uh that they put out like over like a course of six years that was like three episodes or something was pretty good completely unrelated but pretty good the nunnally series was terrible <laughs> Nunnally, uh, at most, at best, was always kind of a somewhat characterized plot device. She was never a character. and Until the end. Yeah, like towards the end of the second season, she was then a character because they'd run out of convincing antagonists for Lelouch at that point, and they needed to have stretched I out for a few but more I don't, episodes. I don't like the immediate like jumping like to... They, they're running out of ideas, though. Oh no, I fucking hate Nanali's voice, but that's why I watched it in Japanese. I mean, Dead Man, have you I watched it in you, English. Oh my Have you oh. heard um Cora's dub joke about about Code Geass? I watched oh, your video, no. yes. No, what okay. is the dub joke? Yeah. I can't do it as well as him, but Oh Okay, no justice. I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad. Oh, harder. Harder, brother. Harder. <laughs> no. Um, that but, scans. But with the... There are some really hilarious uh, differences between the English and the Japanese. Uh, not just dub, but the fact that the fact that uh, if you straight up have the Blu-rays and you switch between English and Japanese, the English version has Pizza Hut branding everywhere. The Japanese version does not. It's just P 
pizza. <laughs> but it's like straight up just overlaid on into like it's coded into the subs and it's overlaid because you can apparently have animated subs now. And weirdly enough, in the UK, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> Fuck. Demolition Man. So good. <laughs> uh, some people still don't believe me when I tell them that. But, uh, yeah. I uh, Clap your hands believe. when you say it next time. They'll, you'll, they'll, they'll be more likely to believe you then. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I, regardless of what people say, I don't know what really makes me latch onto this so much. I think it's just because Lelouch has a tremendous character arc in comparison to some other people that try and do this kind of stuff. Like Light's character arc is, yeah, he just descends into darkness, but he never even tries to return from it. You know, doesn't his Whereas character Lelouch arc go from, I think I'm going to be a God to I'm a God and die. Yes, uh, and also the fact that he loses all morals that he started from when he started. Whereas uh, did he Lelouch, have morals at the beginning? No, he, he murdered no, like a bunch of FBI people. No, but that's what I'm saying. That was the turning point where he decided to kill people who were just interfering. Whereas Lelouch's morals were always were never not to kill innocent people or anything. It was hey, or his you know values his goal in the end was always just, I'm doing this for Nunnally and he stuck to that. And he knew like the only way that Nunnally would be safe in the country was if she, it was, if he became the bad guy, you know, these names like, are Lelouch fucking weird. Was, Lelouch was never a bad guy. Light was a bad guy. These names are but, fucking weird. Yeah. And it's even weirder when like his last name is his country. Uh, Lelouch of Britannia. Okay, then why is his dad? <laughs> why is his dad Charles Z. Britannia? Well, he's Lelouch V. Britannia. Um, he's isn't Z. The Britannia Charles the Britannia, as in like he is you know the leader of the country. There's like a Vegeta thing. It, I guess it's yeah, King Vegeta, Prince no. Vegeta, son of King Vegeta of Planet Vegeta. I guess not necessarily, but whatever. It's just, it's just fucking Latin shit. It's all like it, the writers just fucking love European Kings and all that garbage. So but like even beyond that, just like Lelouch, Nunnally, like I, I, I kind of have a hard time taking anything seriously when you just like, yeah, so Nunnally's doing this. I'm like, I don't know. I, the name Nunnally is a name I can't take seriously for reasons I can't really comprehend. Yeah. And also, everyone goes around calling Lelouch Lulu, so... Yeah. That too. Like, it, uh, two people do, the two people that have crushes on him. Yeah, but you can't go around taking... You can't really take your main protagonist seriously if two major characters go around saying, No, Lulu, you can't do this. But then when you know they're serious, they say Lelouch. They don't say Lulu if they're serious. <laughs> Still, like that yeah, name is there. You, it's like it's like trying to that, it's like trying to take a, Voldemort seriously when you realize the name is Tom. But yeah, I think that's it, also well, like a tone problem with the way the series is constructed. Like sometimes anime is good 
at mixing tones. Like full, the Full Metal Alchemist series has some ridiculously silly moments, but still has dark emotional content. Yeah. Code Geass can swing r- wildly back and forth in tone, and sometimes it really doesn't yeah. work. Like the pizza episode. Yes. Which That's came the right episode. After. No, it, things are happening in that episode that are extremely tense. But then you have Rivel running around as a fucking dog and Lelouch falling into pizza with C2, and it's fucking weird. So, yeah, I can. that is, that is an episode that is a prime example of the point you're making. I thought you were going to stop at sometimes anime is good. <laughs> like, like, there was enough of a pause that, like, I thought that was the period. Sometimes there's anime. Yeah, sometimes there is anime. Sometimes it is good. <laughs> no, just sometimes there's anime. <laughs> yeah, like this season I didn't know there was anime until a certain <laughs> show came along that I was talking about later in the show. Uh, is, would that show happen to be Kato? No, it's a different show. Okay. Because so what I you're wa- saying is he didn't give the right answer. A... <laughs> You have to clap while you say that. We're here all week. Better joke. <laughs> um, well, I so Kado Kado is a very very good show. It is very very hard to recommend to people because everyone has fucking lost their minds when it comes to 3D anime. I used to be that way, and then I watched Kado. <laughs> I watched clips of Kado, and I'm still that way. Fuck the it's, fuck 3D animation. It is garbage. Like, yeah, you have a fucking amazing story. And that and like if I go if you go to that and you have a big story, I will say, hey, that story was amazing. It looked like hot shit. I mean, you could always watch the first episode, episode zero, which is 2D, and just watch that and never watch anything else. Why the fuck wasn't the whole show 2D uh, then? Let me Because the the because it's a good way to bring people in and it also saves budget to make it a longer running let, show. Let, let How is it a good questions. way to bring people in? <laughs> so, Trey? Yes. Let me ask two questions about Kato. One, are there robots in it? No. Two, are they expected to convey... Not where I'm at. Okay. Two, are they, conve- are they expected to convey subtle emotion? What do you mean expected to convey subtle emotion? Like the thing that always bothers me, like and actually a video game came out that helps me convey <clears> my <throat> point recently. Whenever CG anime attempts to convey emotion, particularly with facial expressions or bodily movements, it always comes out like the Friday the thirteenth video game face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay, no. See what I'm You know what I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? <laughs> the the emotion is conveyed through actions and through what things are doing people are doing what they're saying the tone of voice um there are there are facial expressions in there and they don't look jarring and i think it's very well done for a cg anime considering people held up like ajin as the best cg ever in an anime and i fucking hate ajin well yeah ajin i even it's ugly. one of the be- well, yeah, Ajin's ugly sometimes deliberately so, but it also has that same Friday the Thirteenth face problem where whenever characters have to be scared, it's like we emojis trying to be scared. Wah! Yeah. 
And, and this one is of the hilarious. Big problems with, yeah, one of the big problems with that is like they have to keep on a model and they have certain frames they got to use, but I think Kato does a pretty good job with it. I would at least say watch this it watch episode 0. Then But that isn't a- if you're interested what if you're interested in the story, watch episode 1. And if you didn't like episode 1, you don't ever have to watch it. But Lucas was involved in episode one. Why would it be good? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this Stop shit that. is like lying Stop to people. It, 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 fucking episode zero. It's not lying. Episode zero is the goddamn Aliens Colonial Marines trailer. It's not lying to people. It's it, by episode the end zero. Of the-, the fucking thing that introduces you to the world is done in traditional animation. And then you go to the next thing and it's like, oh, hey, guess no, what? No, no, we took the it, end we of episode, some fucking the end like of episode persona zero, models and just the la- fucking the last the last couple minutes of episode zero is 3d. It shifts because of something that happens. I watched Jeff's video. I know what happens. Okay. Not everyone has watched Jeff's video. Oh God. I, why, 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 what? Why is 3d anime a thing? Why is three, why is CG animation being, like being fucking integrated into anime? It's horribly terrible. I tried I think it's to faster. say it's it it's not that it's faster. It's that it saves money for shows that probably have a budget for like ten to twelve episodes, but they need to be twenty four to get their story across. It's a lot cheaper. It's like half the price. I'd rather they just do Ninja Slayer the animation again. Just no animation. Just fucking hey, here's an image. Jesus. It's fucking disgusting. Moving on, please. Uh, Clockwork Planet is bad. Don't, don't, don't watch it. (laughs) Don't watch it. I'm not going to. Okay. If you want to say something about it, Birdie, because you said to hold it. You had to hold it for the fucking show. I mean, I I merely wanted to ask because I've seen. I've just seen references to the show that made it seem like so Skynet is a chick that someone's trying to fuck in this yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yep, you can say it. That 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 works. Um oh, and God. everything works on clockwork. And the main character in Okay. Get your wow wow. The main character in the show is a guy that is good at working on clocks but is bad at working on clocks it's weird in a world made of clocks it seems like you would need to be good at working with clocks he's like no 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 no. he is like a genius with clocks but he's bad at working i don't know he fucks up a clock that he was messing with and a bunch of people make fun of him for messing with it in class or whatever because he wants to be a clockmaker and he's fucking and they find because like the whole world is falling apart because clocks don't work because the this government the government is actually trying to like sabotage the clocks because they're like hey if we stop the clocks we can control the world you're the and government shit. you already control the world it's just fucking shut up though <laughs> that's that's what it is shut up though my god it's, this is retarded it's like they can 
No, what's retarded is someone who decided I'm going to put a timer on the fucking lifespan of the world when I figured out how to make it an immortal earth. No, no, that, that makes sense to me. You got to keep, you got to have people keeping like re-upping their subscriptions for a living. Yeah, that's what it is. They're like, we got to go perform maintenance, but like people just stop knowing how to work on the clocks and shit. And people just forgot about it because it was cheaper not to worry about it. Uh, and then it's fucked wait, wait, up wait, wait, and wait, it turns wait, out wait, the government's been sabotaging it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, So what you're telling me is in this world where everything runs on clocks <clears> and the world is clocks, people forgot how to work on clocks because On it's- the world clocks because it's a different clock. Shut up. This sounds like the argument for CG animation again. It's bad. No, it's bad. It's bad. That's the, that's basically what you're getting out of it. Um, you said the manga was all right. I think the manga was all right because that's not the kind of explanations you get. You get like full on explanations. Uh, I only read chapter one and it was (laughs) immensely better than the entire, than the entirety of what I watched. What? Uh, just, I don't know. I, I have, I've heard it's way better. Like eventually I just, I only read chapter one. Yeah. It gets good 20 hours in. No, like, no, like it's way better than like anything the show has been doing. I just haven't, it's not like I haven't gotten to it getting better. It is better. It's just, I don't, it's don't watch it. Okay. Don't watch it. Don't hurt yourself. You have to, to to watch when you click play. You are your part of your lifespan is going into your uh, mouse and going across networks like like some hackers bullshit. Yeah, when, like when you when you click when you, when you click stuff. play, the clock that runs the world begins yeah, to deteriorate a little it, bit. No, no, no. When you click play, it runs through the wires and then goes all the way to Japan across satellites uh into someone else's router that has like an ethernet cable shoved up the animators butts and they're like yay we are now we're we're now we're now immortal because of our yeah we're now we're now immortal because we have a fucking t1 line going into our asshole yes that's what the animators are they're immortal now because we clicked play that sounds like an sao storyline surprising you say that no (laughs) i haven't Uh, watched the movies they get weird don't they (laughs) oh man you do not want to know what's up with asana given everything that's happened to her since the fucking first half of that first series ended i really don't the only thing that would be surprising to happen to asana at this point is if she became the de facto main character she did (laughs) In season two. But for the entire series? For, for like, a yeah, whole for arc. The, for one season, for part for an of the arc. season. Yeah. I'm talking, yeah, I, th- I think he's talking about, like, like one of the Just movies starts up. Kirito. Like one, of the, one of the movies starts up, Kirito, like, breaks his fucking legs. No, she says, Kirito, I'm not gonna fuck you. <laughs> but, um, and then title card. Or, or it would be funny if, if she Kir- just no, said, you know, Kirito, we have nothing in common. We have Kirito's, no chemistry. Kirito's like, oh, I finally figured out how to bring the game into the real world. He puts the headset on and electrocutes his brain. And they, they just dies with a smile on his face. Bye. His eyes just fucking exploded. <laughs> so he's, so he's, he's Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, bye, Kirito. <laughs> but 
No, it, it'd be kind of great. Just like, just like one of the movies, just Kirito, just fucking he and Asuna just fucking break up because Asuna's like, oh wait, you're a fucking asshole. Let me just oh buy. They, oh, they do. Then, they've already they just, broken up in the no, manga, and, and, and then they the leave, books. and and then like it just spends the entire movie with Asuna just like fucking being awesome, doing cool shit, and they get to the end, and you just see fucking Kirito and Klein together. Yeah, they've basically broken up in the books. Because like fucking, let's heard. be honest, I read them. Let's be honest, fucking Kirito and Klein. That's the fucking real. That's how that shit ends. Klein should have been the main fucking character. Yeah, actually, I want yeah. I want to know how he fucking got that samurai shit. Yeah, but it was because he wasn't good at the game, and then he started learning to get better at the game. I just want to see the fucking. I want to see an anime from the viewpoint of a fucking healer in an isekai show, just a healer, and that's it. The underdog, the the, the most underappreciated. Anyway. Um, that's about all for me. Uh, so yeah. All right, then birdie. All right. Well, uh, quick update on, um, uh, Buso, Buso Sojo Machiavellianism. Okay. It got weird. (laughs) 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 So, um, I underestimated how much last time I told Dead Man that um, the green-haired chick in this series, Tamaba, reminds me of Xion. I underestimated how true that was. <laughs> because, oh. um, turns out, she has a twin sister. Named Xion. Who, no, uh, not quite that literal. Who uh, her, their parents liked better. So she started acting like her sister, dressing like her, and replaced her sister, and has convinced herself that she is her sister, and that she doesn't have a twin sister, and because she no longer has an identity, decides to have an identity by fucking with people. Wow. <laughs> okay, uh, give the fucking main character the baseball bat, and let's start the next rotation. <laughs> That's how this ends, right? <laughs> Well, she is maybe dead. (laughs) Ah, the best kind of character state. The dead question um, mark. Well, because she's the kind of crazy who only apparently takes any fun out of fucking with people. And uh, remember how I said she uh, doctored that photo of her fucking the main male character? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Well, um... For the lulls, I suppose, she sent it, she made a copy of it and sent it to this character called the Empress, who, <laughs> by all accounts, was a delinquent before she came to this school and is too pow- so powerful that the five other swords just kind of leave her alone. So Tamaba said to fuck with this chick. And this chick's response was to use her knife hand to just start stabbing her in her in- to pull her entrails out. Uh, oh, yeah, this seems about right for a Garashi series. <laughs> Does she look like she's five? No, that's the uh, blind swordsman fifth sword. Okay, when she gets disemboweled, then I'm calling this shit a Higarashi. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting to make this many comparisons to Higarashi in a show that has a, a boxing grizzly bear <laughs> what you haven't gotten to that part in Higarashi? that episode was fucking heavy 
yesterday. No, that was actually me just coughing. Okay. <laughs> Not an attention cough. It sounded it sounded relatively haughty. Please excuse me. Uh, <laughs> yes, please excuse quiet. me as I yeah. Excuse yeah, me, so, good sir. I have thoughts of Higurashi. <laughs> so currently Nomura, the main character. So currently the main male character is attempting to get the last of the five stamps he needs on Actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time I talked about it. He has this Every male character at, at this school is given a stamp card, which if you get permission from all five of the sword of the five swords, which basically means defeat them in battle, you can leave campus whenever you want instead of just living you know, on campus all the time. And so he's attempting to get the last of the five from, like I said, the uh, blind swordsman character, whereas uh, the rest of the swords. Uh, appear to be dying because the Empress is killing them. <laughs> yeah, sure, fuck it. What was the series and about yet, again? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> don't know anymore. <laughs> it's like the main character just took a step within a. He he literally pulled. They pulled that trick of you step within a certain range of a blind swordsman character, and they immediately can just draw their sword and cut you in half. Oh. <laughs> and here's the Let crazy all, thing about all oh. this. What you've been describing isn't that crazy. Yeah. But like it's and but like the tone shifts are so ridiculous because the first half of this episode was them chasing a, a bear cub with a blonde wig on. <laughs> Again, yeah, this is all just Tigarashi to me. <laughs> Where do they cry, dead man? Well, in their entrails as they leak out of them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just in a phone booth somewhere saying, man, I need to get that last stamp, and then fucking clawing their throat out. Yeah, so I'm going to keep watching this because it just... I know there were points where Higurashi was kind of funny, but it wasn't a comedy. Yeah, it was like the start of each rotation is like, hey, yeah, it's just a fucking slice of life thing. And then somebody gets a baseball bat and everything goes downhill. Yeah, so this appears to be what would happen if it was a comedy. Oh. Can't wait to see what they do with the rice balls. I'm, w- I'm waiting for the government agents spreading kill gas over a small town, but that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I'm assuming what's going to happen is like he's going to get a bunch of rice balls and bite into them, but instead of it being like fucking like sewing needles, it's one of the swordsmen. Let, who let knows me. at this point? We, I, we, I, are, we, <laughs> we have a character who, who literally just calls her main attack auto defense. Uh, and... Uh, if you attack her, she defends. That's she just like. Uh, but, so okay. it's a parry. It's a main attack. It. It's a parry. So her main attack well, is yeah, a fucking but she parry. Does it, but but she does it and attacks at the same time. So it's one of those like, oh, you attack me, I kill you. Oh, you attack me, I kill you. Oh, yeah, you that, that's me, what that's what parrying is. Yeah, to, you, you fucking knock the sword out of the way and then to open them up for a chance to attack them. I was gonna say your main attack can't be a parry, but I play a lot of Dark Souls. Yeah, that's the fucking thing. It's. Like your main attack is either a fucking parry or a dodge roll to backstab. 
or fireball. You do it just right, you fucking shadow step, and then get fucking all kinds of attacks on them. <laughs> yeah, but I can't so, say too much about this because I've never seen Higurashi. So I have. So the comparisons you were making, I don't. You should watch the Higurashi. In subtitles, it's a thing. And now that and now that the entire series is out, you can watch it with all of the good and bad endings. Because that was the thing for the longest time. You couldn't you couldn't know the endings because the first series literally just had all the questions and none of the answers. Okay. Based on a it's based on a visual novel series. The game's the whole thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, Buso uh, Sojo Machiavellianism continues to be hilariously crazy. I hope it continues. But maybe next time. Also, I forgot this joke that I wasn't sure how to feel about, but I I was laughing at at the time. You know that terrible old cliche of the guy walking in on women changing or in the shower and they just start throwing stuff at them? No, I've never actually seen that one. Yeah. Well, this time they do that, but with a guy walking in on other dudes. Same cliche and everything, like but like the the gir- but the other guys that are walked in on are super uh uh what's the term um frilly, beefy, yeah, like oh you beast, <laughs> oh oh, and the guys just standing like what what is wrong with you guys? Said, oh please no, and they're like. Guys, I'm just here to shower. Please, please, you beast. You know what? Fuck it. Fine. My underwear can still be good for a couple days. (laughs) Fuck all you assholes. Not like that. Who needs you? Oh, my. You know what? I'm going to go walk into the girl's shower. You know, I might probably get stabbed, but it'll probably be better than this. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, uh,. What else? Uh, Been rewatching Outlaw Star. Forgot how how much fun that is. If you've never seen it, I have not. Yeah. So, um, Outlaw Star is like congealed '90s anime. Is okay. Yeah, it looks it. Yeah. So the the main character is. it's a, a cutthroat um, ship mechanic slash bounty hunter on the edges of the known galaxy who oh. is uh, brought in on a big mission against a bunch of um, magic-using pirates by a lady named Hot Ice Hilda. Uh, the mission in question involves a gynoid, a, a experimental spaceship with combat arms, by which I mean literally arms that fight. Like this... one of the big, like one of the big uh, combat things in this series is called grappler ships, where they have guns with actual hands that hold weapons to fight in space. This to me looks like someone learned to draw with how to draw anime, but then someone else taught them how to draw muscles, and they were like, "Fuck, I need to combine that." And then there is a lot of that, it, but it, it, do any of it these characters a have a four pack above their pecs? No. No, like there's only a couple characters that are kind of absurdly muscled, and they're usually not that common. They usually go from much more svelte characters. Why does every poster have a naked woman on it? Don't worry about it. Also, nineties. Well, 
Yeah, 90s, and also, aside from the main character, Gene Starwind, and his um, his kid, bro- his adopted kid brother, Jim Hawkins, uh, the, the- every other character basically is female. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the assassin, Twilight Suzuka, the cat, the cat girl alien, yeah. Asia Clan Clan, the gynoid. That, that kid looks like he's from Rave Master. <laughs> A little bit, maybe, but it, it, <laughs> I actually like Jim Hawkins because, it, unlike most annoying, unlike most characters that are small child characters that are annoying, his whole thing is: look, Gene, I love you and all, but you're a drunk, a womanizer, and we're broke. I need to make money. You need to make money. Stop whoring around. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like literally, by the, in the middle of the first episode, Gene, after killing a cyborg, says, "Look, Jim, go home. I need to go be a man." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she like go go home. I gotta fuck. And so so is he like Dante like kind of attitude? Yeah, kind of just. Surrounded, but uh, kind of like Dante. But unlike Dante, he has almost no supernatural abilities. The closest he has to supernatural powers is he has a gun that shoots magic. That's pretty supernatural. But like, it's not tied to like his <laughs> innate abilities. Like all he has to find like the ammo. magic bullets. <laughs> yeah, because like all he does is shoot the gun. That's it. Okay, he is. Uh... So so it's space Dante, but without the cool shit. No, there's cool shit. There's like no, but without Dante's cool shit, like st- uh, getting stabbed with a sword and just pulling it out of his chest and being okay. Like, I'm yeah, no, use there's this. not that. He's not that kind of supernatural. No, he's <laughs> mostly he's mostly just like a cutthroat rogue who somehow manages to re- just surround himself with trouble. Okay, you know, he's he's Dante Vash the Stampede. No, because Vash was kind of like an innocent, likable character who just made the occasional dirty joke. Gene Starwind is a legitimately flawed character who has to, like, work with people enough to, like, stop being such an ass. Okay. Which is why I like the character. Plus, it also has one of the, it also has one of the greatest, um, anime openings of all time. Now it's, it's, so, it's oh, I got it. He's he's Dante, but Kirito from Sword Art Online abridged, <laughs> where he has he's just socially inept. No, because no, like he's not he's not that overpowered. Well, he does have his jackass moments, but he's not that overpowered. And a lot of times he's facing shit that's far more powerful than him, like uh. Uh, like he's facing, like I said, um, Chinese pirate sorcerers, uh, another bounty hunter who uses uh, robotic tigers with lasers for faces. L- laser faces? Just want freaking tigers with freaking lasers. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't have a face, they just have a laser where the face oh. is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What the fuck? So, is it, so is it a tiger... With everything, but then instead of their face, just like a laser gun, or is it like the actual laser itself? I was about to call no, it a, like liger, a laser but that's gun. Actu- 
I was about to call okay. it a liger, but that's actually a thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna put the. <laughs> it's a liger. You can laser it. tiger. That you mean a logger? Yeah, logger. Yeah, it's a logger. <laughs> but yeah, so and the pa- like the pacing's a little uneven because uh, the first third, the first third of the story is introduction of all the characters, getting the spaceship, getting the gynoid setting up who the villains are and what the main cast is going to be doing for most of the series. The middle hat, the middle part is just fucking around in space, dealing with pirates, space races, alien mind controlling cacti and other stuff. So do you mean space races in like races through space or space races in like alien species? Uh, races through space. Okay. But there are also alien spaces, the alien species. Yeah, alien spaces. Yeah. As like, opposed to all those terrestrial one, spaces. Like, there is one mission where they have to go to a heavy gravity water planet to get a treasure from giant alien crabs. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I think that was actually an episode of Futurama. Could be. Who knows? And then the last third is just, uh, like, setting up for the ultimate goal of, like, that greatest treasure in the universe, the galactic ley line, and whatever... That has some sort of tie to the gynoid and the ship, but we don't know what. But it's going to involve killing pirates and bounty hunters. Of course, we never know what. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the point of knowing what when you just fucking have it happen? Not know what. Well, I mean, we figure it out by the end, but uh, leading up to it, they don't know what it is. That's, that's a plot, yeah. you mean? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a plot. That's a plot. <laughs> yeah. And. I mean, there's all kinds of weird, crazy 90s shit. Like, the super strong alien cat girl at one point uh, enters an alien pro wrestling ring. I mean, naturally. (laughs) I mean, that's an episode of Steven Universe right there. Yeah. And... And this is the weirdest thing about the show. The series has a lot of fan service. Because 90s. But I the never would have the been able to fucking guess. Overt, ridiculous fan service in it is also a plot-heavy episode. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. because the because the fan service in this episode was so overt and so ridiculous, they never showed it on TV. So it just became known as the lost plot episode that they just kind of leave out. Sorry. It's really good to hear that in the nineties. Nobody was safe from being kind of stupid. <laughs> that shit spread. There was probably a bunch of fucking anime VHS tapes that were released with lenticular covers. Yeah, but you see, this is this is the kind of '90s stuff I like to remember, not the stuff I hate. So, because like, there's a lot of '90s anime I watched, and I was like, oh, that's really dated and boring. I don't know why I watch this anymore. This I actually will always go back to. Yeah, there's there's fun. a lot of there's a lot of image shit out there, but every once in a while you find a scud. <laughs> Fuck, I keep forgetting about scud. That's your own fucking fault. No, I just I don't know why I keep forgetting about it and I'm just I'm yeah. thanks for reminding me again. I actually surprised scud. Oh, I love scud. Actually, just me double check something cuz there might be a whole do do fucking line of jokes you could pull. Let me check something here. Line of jokes. Ah, yes, the uh, weird, horrible creature thing with like the mouse trap hands and the fucking plug for a head. Name's Jeff. 
So in your, I guess, ongoing quest to, I don't know, mock your buddy Jeff. I, I, I don't mock him. I just... I just play Make his life a him. living hell. <laughs> yeah, so now you can do it with some weird purple shemale creature that has mouths for knees and a fucking spark plug for a face. Oh, okay. Mouths for knees. Have you... Yeah, that was his fu- that was Scud's first assignment. Yeah. That's the reason that's the reason Scud the comic is a thing. I, just, I don't I don't remember it though. Hold on. Scud went to go kill it, realized that as soon as he kills it, he dies. So he neutralized oh, it, yeah, put it in the it, hospital, it, and then went to assassination so jobs. Topic. Yes, we are. Anyway, Birdie, what else you got? Scud the anime. Okay. Um in Dude. terms of more <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, because I think anime might be one of the few places where it, well, actually, no, I guess they're getting to the point now where you could potentially get away with some of the stuff you'd want to do in a Scud series in, in Western television, but I think anime would probably handle it better, because it's just so insane. But, um... Yeah, FX could probably handle it alright. They got Archer. Yeah. But, anyway, um... So, on to slightly more recent stuff, and this one made me happy for a somewhat unusual reason. Uh, it looked at its source material and said, okay, this is too skeevy. Let's tone down the fan service. Huh. Yeah. So, um, Shin Sekaiyori from Another World is a series about um, psychic kids in a apocalyptic future. Uh, but the pr- and in this apocalyptic future, uh, there seems to be these evil rat people that are eating children. But the adults don't want to talk about it because they don't want to go back to the times when psychics were unrestrained, when they could just when uh well they show the sit from like our time period where three psychics just walked into different they they pulled elven lives basically and just wrecked entire towns. Ah, if only Rick Palmer was there to save them. Yeah. So, in this future, uh, things things seem to be okay, but there's sort of this unspoken forced calm that no one's addressing. That they definitely... It's definitely going to become a problem later in the series. I haven't finished watching it yet. I'm just looking forward to seeing it play out at this point. But... I need to uh, watch some more. But, like, the reason I was drawn to this... Because I didn't watch it at first when it aired. Because, I mean, it's a good series from A1 Pictures. And they do good shit. But, um... It's from... I I mean, it it came out at a time when there were a lot of these kinds of shows. So I wasn't thinking all that much of it. But it was one of those series that... I wanted it to be better than what I thought it was from the opening episodes. But then I looked at the manga... Which is the same basic premise, except with incredibly large amounts of fan service for preteen girls. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> like, all the girls in this series, I think, are like 14 at the oldest. And the covers are not, with that image in mind, are not pleasant to think about. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm reading up on I'm reading up on this and it's it it seems interesting. Yeah. So yeah. So look at that cover. That's why I reacted the way I did too. Yeah. Yeah. See my problem. <laughs> Because all there's like nine covers to this series, and they're all basically like that. Yeah, I can see them. So yeah, this made me uncomfortable. <laughs> but Which one do we A1, think is the Rat Man? I don't know. But the series um, worked out pretty well overall for me, from what I've watched so far. It's got a really creepy atmosphere. The tone is very strong. The only real problem so far, like I said, is um, because it's so many kids dealing with these powers and because they're trying to make them believable kids, there's a lot of uh, like shrill kid shrieking at first, but they tend to get past it once they've started getting into the actual mystery of things. It's just you have to get past that initial hurdle of there's a lot of shouting. <laughs> okay. Which is and it's a little worse in the dub because it's it's a uh, uh, what is the studio called Sentai Filmworks dub instead of Funimation, and while they hire some talented people, their directors are not as good as the Funimation people. They just aren't. Like, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. So, I'm enjoying it. It's from a few years ago, so, and it shouldn't be that hard to find since it's not some like obscure thing. But it, if you like, uh, and particularly Dead Man, you like your dark futures where you just where humanity has become a dark, twisted version of itself, <laughs> yes. set within a rosy veneer. It sounded up your alley. Yeah, I read. Some, I just read up on it a bit. It it looks neat. Yeah, might have to check that out. Yeah, I, I mean, from what I've watched so far, it's got great style. Its atmosphere is really effective. There's this really creepy scene in the first episode where um, the girl uses her powers to animate this uh, paper doll. And then this old man stabs the paper doll and it bleeds before he throws it into a fire. Like you do. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the last time I... Uh... I threw something in the fire, but I should probably do that real soon. I'm getting, I'm getting bored of not throwing it into the fire. I wish I could throw the new 52 into the fire. <laughs> you know, a fireplace big enough. I mean, there are 52 of them. So it would just take, it would just have to take days. Yeah, just the smoke suddenly changes color. It's like, oh, he's yeah. moving on to the second wave. Like I would just like I would ask Dead Man to find a space outside, and by the time I got there, he would have it roaring large enough to for us to begin the pyre. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got like fucking nineteen barrels in my backyard, just waiting for this shit to kick off. <laughs> G- gonna form a tent city, form fueled entirely by copies of New Fifty Two books. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it for me, unfortunately. Okay. So it's like Terry's gonna have to duck out for a little while. 
or I guess until the end of the show. Uh, thanks for joining us for this, Trey. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was I would say thanks for having me, but uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, see you in a couple weeks. Ah, so anyway, moving on. I watch Recreators. I have heard nothing but good things about this show. I just haven't watched it. It's really fucking good. I just kind of love it. It's like, is is it as meta as it sounds where oh, yeah. like a, a doujinshi writer, his characters start coming into the real world and they have to start dealing with how they're characterized in the context of our world? Kind of. So, so main guy, uh, Soda, he is, he wants to like make fucking novels and like novels and manga and shit, but he's dealing with some stuff that is kind of spoilery. Okay. So I won't really get into that too much, but uh, yeah, then he starts watching an anime based on a light novel adaptation, and then he ends up in it for like a hot minute and then ends up falling out of it with that show's main character. Cool. And then it's revealed that a bunch of other main character, a bunch of other characters from popular manga and video games and movies and stuff are being pulled over into our world all keeping their real powers. But with like, Interesting. but with like, you know, like it has, it has their powers and like the expected power levels you, you like have with them, but with like real world consequences to them, which is kind of perfect because one of the characters is from a really shitty magical girl series. <laughs> and so what she does is she like fucking makes some like hearts that fly out, and hit enemies and stuff. And they make all the sound effects you would expect. But they also cause like giant explosions and make giant craters in the ground. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So there's a point in um, one of the early episodes where um, Celestia, our main female character from the show that the main character got went into. Uh, she is she and Meteora, one of our other main characters who is an NPC in an RPG. Uh, the two with the two of them, along with Soda, go to meet Celestia's creator. The guy who writes the light novel, the guy who writes the light novels. And as they are there talking about it, um, this girl just walks in. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's that fucking lady from that Sailor Moon shit. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess everybody knows why I'm here. It's like, oh, hey, you fuckers, you're, you're who I'm here to see. And so she goes over to them and basically. And so like, hey, you should join up. You should join up with my side. They say no. So they start fighting and she essentially bombs a city block. You get, cool. to the, you get to the end of the fight and she is she's like looking around. There's like fucking dust and smoke everywhere. She's looking at the building with like giant holes in it. Look at the fucking street that's just destroyed. Looking at the looking at Celestia, who's just in a crater bleeding out of her fucking mouth. And the girl's just like, um, sorry. It doesn't usually happen with me. And she's kind of the best part of this show because her character arc is developing nuance. That does sound kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Madoka-y with her. Because because like a like the like what the bad guy, what the main villain, uh the military uniform princess as she is called. 
Her goal is to bring a bunch of creations into the creator's world and force the creators to rewrite the worlds they come from so that they can be so that the worlds can be better. That is the line yeah. she gives. That's a cool premise. Yeah, and so and so as she's and she's, as she's going around, she's gotten a few people. Um, she has this um one lady, um Alice um Alice Telia February, who is from essentially Berserk, I think. It's like okay. a it's like a dark fantasy thing where she is. Yeah, it's like it's like this dark fantasy thing where this um country has been. Super fucking up her, uh, super, super fucking up her um, country, killing thousands of people. She's been fighting against it, but she's just watching. She's just watching death happen all around her all the time. So she's like, "Oh, I need to fucking save this world. I need to fucking, I need to save my people. I will do anything to save my people, even if that means destroying another world." Okay. Uh, she ha- she has like a mercenary who uses gravity bullets. She has, and then she also has Mamika, the magical girl. And so Monica uh, doesn't understand subtlety and duplicity. So when so when the military uniform princess comes along and says, "Hey, I'm gonna hey do this and it'll save your world," she's like, "Fucking dope!" And just goes along with it, no questions asked. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and so then when so when somebody's like, "Hey, I hey I don't agree with you." She's like, oh, I got to fight. Oh, wait, the fighting is horrible. Let's not fight. And then Celestia, being from a fantasy mech series, is like, oh, no, we're going to fucking fight. And Mamika doesn't understand. It's like, wait, what? But you're hurt. We're not supposed to fight. Like, we're supposed to talk it out. And then, like, we become friends, right? That's how this works. This sounds amazing. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> And like other shit happens like that. Like other people meet their other other people meet their creators. Uh, Meteora has a whole fucking character arc where she like goes to meet her creator, learns her creator is dead, and then plays the game in order to see what she would have thought of her creator. <laughs> oh man! And it's also like really well thought out too. Like like the world like the rules they have set up so far all make sense. And all seem to be like leading towards a very specific end point that is something that you can intuit and will and like make sense given the rules they've set up. Even the characters that get pulled out of the books make sense. All right. Like uh, like in one book, uh, like with Celestia, she is kind of the main character of her thing. Which let me just get the title up here: Elemental Symphony of Vogel Chevalier. Like she she's kind of the main character of that. So she gets so she gets pulled out of so she she's the one who gets pulled out. But then there is another guy who is from Exclusive Underground or something. And he is the rival character. Okay. And so it's stuff like that where the character that gets that's pulled out isn't necessarily the main character, it's the character who had the most impact on the world and society. It's the one people make lists about and the ones people cosplay as, basically. And like as this as this goes on, the world begins to realize, oh wait, fictional characters are coming out of the fucking shit. God, what do we do? I guess especially there's a lot of like really funny like little one-off bits where like um there's a point I think in the like the end credits or something where 
they all go to like a convention, like an anime convention, and Celestia runs into a bunch of people cosplaying as the ma- as the main male character from her series, but they're all gender swapped characters. Okay. So it's a bunch of girls dressing up like the guy she's into. And just like seeing her reaction is like, ah, I'm uncomfortable with this. Yeah, it's going along at a really good clip. Um, the only thing I kind of having a problem with is one of the characters seems to only really be getting by because he has a giant fucking robot. Okay. Like uh, he's like uh, his name is uh, Kanya. He was um, pulled out in one of the more recent episodes in a very Felicali method. Just it looked a lot like Felicali when his giant robot began ripping itself out of a like fucking forty inch forty inch screen TV. All right, because the robot is the size of a few football fields. So having. So like it's like when the robot began put coming out of him, it looked like that. It looked like that part fleekly where the robot came out of that guy's head. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So he kind of comes out and he's like, "Hey, I'm here," and he's a little bratty bitch and doesn't really want to do anything. So it's a spoof Shinji. Kind of. Yeah. Like, like all these things are very clear. Takeoffs on specific popular characters. Yeah. Even if you don't know who the character is. You know the archetype. Type, you know the type. Yeah, yeah. So it, so yeah, it is essentially just, hey, we, hey, we want to do this fucking like big thing where all this happened, and oh. we couldn't get the rights to any of these characters. So fuck it, let's make our own. It's the Watchmen of anime. Okay. And I mean that not necessarily in a quality sense. It is very good, but I, I kind of doubt anybody will like be fucking standing in the fence of this saying this is the greatest anime ever made. There will be there will okay. be people there will be people out there who are definitely like oh yeah this anime was fucking amazing and I'm kind of one of them right now unless it does something that really fucks itself later on in the next few episodes this is gonna be real fucking good all right oh it's so good cool in the last episode I watched the fucking little girl she set off her most powerful magic attack which was essentially a pink nuke. Oh, we're getting into Adam Warren territory here. Oh yeah, it, it was it was fucking amazing. Just he's like magical sp- magical splash flare, and then cuts away, and then just a fucking just a giant pink spl- explosion, implosion, and then just horrible fucking destruction everywhere in the middle of Japan, and it's great. Oh. this is good. This is very right. good. Other than that, I've just been kind of going through the motions. Oh, I, well, same actually, same we did get we get a new chapter of uh, Rising the Shield Hero, starting of a new arc. Okay, which was I like. I'm I'm still really digging Rising the Shield Hero. Just with the new arc, um, they haven't really. Things haven't moved that the needle hasn't moved that much from the last time I talked about it. Okay. But it's going forward. There's going to be some things happening. They're going to be introducing new characters, new kind of hero stuff. Um, and they're also changing up the dynamic a bit with. Um, so before the dynamic was mostly the other heroes, the other three heroes like going off doing fucking 
whatever they think they should do in the kind of game they play. Meanwhile, now, meanwhile, um, now for me is just like, oh yeah, I should fucking go live my goddamn life and do things like I'm supposed to. And he became the most powerful, but everybody thought he was a rapist. So like, oh, fuck you. Since then, previous arc, it was that, that arc ended with him getting recognition from everybody. His life seeming to get his life seeming to get better. And then going into this, it is him having having to force himself to work with the other heroes. And all the other heroes still hate him. For essentially jealousy reasons, because he is like magnitudes more powerful than all of them. So they think he cheated. Well, of course. Like, it's the main character. They have to shit on him whenever possible. Yeah, I mean, he's a beater. <laughs> yeah, so going forward, it's going to be more spending time with these other heroes, tearing down their preconceptions about what this world is. And then things will happen from there. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I, I know I made a joke about Shield Hero anime earlier, but I really want one. Okay. Like, like really want one? Man, I'm going to keep reading Shield Hero. That shit is still real fucking good. Cool. Uh, other than that, like... Yeah, again, just kind of going with the motions. Yep. Keeping the schedule going. Same old, same old. Yup. Anyway, that's about watching then. On to news. So first up, um, the official website for the Digimon Adventure Tri Film Project thing um, released a video uh, the day we're recording this, June 1st, uh, for the fifth film in the series, Digimon Adventure Tri Kyose. Uh, it revealed uh, that, the, that the movie will be opening up in Japan on September 30th. Have you watched any of those? I watched the first two. Uh, kind of a mixed reaction on them. Like I felt like some of the writing decisions they made on those were a little poorly thought out or a little too forced. Like um, in the first movie, the guy whose whole thing is the symbol of courage is afraid to do anything. Okay, um, yep. Yeah. It's courage, but he's actually afraid. Yeah, I don't know. That just—that's one of those things. Like, hey, yeah, we put it on his head. It's like, yeah, you did, but fuck it. So what? Anyway, moving on. Uh, so it was announced in um, the July issue of Katakawa's Young Ace Monthly Magazine that Kei Sanbei, the creator of Erased, will be starting up a new series in the August issue of that magazine, which goes on sale in July. What that okay. series, what that series is, what it's called, what it's about, we don't fucking know. Presumably, we'll find out at some point. Yep, it seems like they're mostly just banking on the fact that it is Kei Sanbei.
Fucking yeah, I guess. Uh, so the My Hero Academia has cast Stain. It's, the, it's a Go Inoue, the voice of Sky High and Tiger and Bunny. Yeah, okay. Uh, Black Clover has officially got itself a full-on anime. I've not read it, but I've seen enough good things to suggest that's probably not a bad decision. Nope. And in a point that I feel is kind of deliberate, it's being done by the same studio that did Naruto. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, for those who don't know, Black Clover is a shonen series. It's a running in jump. And it is kind of Naruto-y. Like, like, like looking at it from like, you know, the abstract, it is like essentially just Naruto, but magic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's uh, going to be uh, directed by Tatsuya Yoshihara, who directed Monster Musume. <laughs> Was there anything to really direct in Monster Musume? Um, Besides tits? <laughs> I don't know, tails. I mean, I like Monster Musume as a concept because it's just kind of leans into the creepy fetish type stuff and just makes it absurd. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Probably watch that show. Yeah, then anyway. Uh, Poppy's news. Uh,. Jean Jump has announced that uh, leading up to the 30th issue of the magazine this year, uh, they'll be releasing two new manga in the 28th and 29th issues. Uh, in the 28th issue, uh, there will be Shudan, a new soccer manga from Yokoto Takuma, uh, who did Straighten Up, a uh, competitive dance thing. And then in the 29th issue, it'll be they'll be um, premiering Cross Account. A quote fate lover relationship series by Date Tsunehiro, who did Tokyo Wonder Boys. Also, Simon the Summoner is ending in next week's issue. I'm surprised that was still running. Yeah, so was I. Just every once in a while, like, oh yeah, that's still, that thing's still going. <laughs> oh, apparently, Doctor Stone is doing well enough to be at putting fucking English Shonen Jump. Sure, whatever. Yeah, that's about their response for Dr. Stone. How's it going for this week? <laughs> what a note to go out on. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have any... Do we have anything else to talk about then? End this on a better note? Um, Stretch it out to an hour and a half? Castlevania anime on Netflix? Oh, right, yeah, I forgot that that was happening. It looks cool. Yeah, and it it's does. The first, it's the first Netflix anime-type thing that's not going to be CG. Fuck. Yeah, that... Ugh, fuck. I'm kind of hopeful, even though I'm not all that familiar with the franchise. Yeah, and... Uh... I mean, it's it's written by Warren Ellis. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's that, and uh, Adi Shankar is also involved. He's kind of the yeah. one spearheading it. 
I mean, say what you will about power slash Rangers. God knows we have. But like dread, dirty laundry, that fucking. Yeah, like this take on like a Warren Ellis take on Castlevania would probably suit his talents a lot better than power slash Rangers. Yeah. And plus, it feels like going into this, they're doing it with a. Going into it, they kind of know what they're doing and they have like, it seems like there's at least like some level of like interest in the source material. Yeah, I would hope so. As opposed to Power Slash Rangers, which was, eh, Power Rangers is popular, right? Let's shit on that. That's a better note to go out on. Thank y'all for joining us. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks' time with those of the store prods, .com, anime, manga, podcast. In between now and then, we got stuff, maybe. <laughs> maybe something will happen. Yeah, we don't know. We, we never know. I never know. Which is probably a problem. Probably why we aren't making any money. Yeah, Probably. Be sure to check out our Patreon too. Patreon.com slash Prods, link in the description and in the sidebar. Huh. And I'm dead. I'm Birdie. And for Trey, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>